Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the spirit. I hope you are blessed and encouraged today as we come together to take time in the scriptures to lift up the name of Yahovah, to proclaim that he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. I hope you have been blessed uh, just through what we've been sharing over this past week or so, um, we've been in the book of Timothy and uh, you know, just enjoying the importance of spiritual alignment. And today as we come around the scriptures, we're going to talk about knowing Elohim and his holy purpose. And, you know, we're going to be talking about godliness. We talked about a form of godliness last night, but we're going to talk about godliness and the importance of unlocking Uh, the life of the Spirit within us, and how do we align ourselves. So really quite excited about this. Anyway, let's just take a moment to give a shout-out to those who are tuning in, joining with us live. Welcome, Lola. We've got Lola, we've got Yogi, we've got Mary, Cassandra, Esther, we've got Gerda, we've got uh, Jay, Jackie. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. If you are tuning in, just give us a shout-out on the comment section so that we can see that you are with us today. And uh, we will definitely give a shout-out to you uh, as well. And I want to encourage you, share this message with others. Just hit the share button there. Uh, Send it to people in their messenger or or send them emails. But just encourage people to come around the Scripture. Who do you know that you could share uh, this message with that could be, uh, you know, just uh, a help as we seek to edify and build each other up in the most holy faith. So we are going to get to uh, 1 Timothy chapter 6. Looking forward to that. I want to give you uh, some announcements as well. Uh, Let me give you a copy of this. This is our, um, our new newsletter that just came out for the end of May, the beginning of uh, June. So I encourage you, look at that. I hope you get our emails that go out as well when we send the updates from the ministry. Um, I was going to give you a link for that, but I'll do that after, uh, so I don't have to go try and find it. Um, So look, you know, we've we've got a great uh, newsletter this month. We're talking about the importance of giving in the scriptures and the blessings that the Father wants to pour upon us. It says in Malachi chapter 3, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house and test me now in this. And that's that's just an incredible statement that the prophet is prophesying in the last book of the Tanakh. He's saying, test me in this. Don't be those who are robbing from Elohim. And, you know, I'm not sharing on if you're not giving to my ministry or I'm not, not doing a push on giving to my ministry. I'm just talking about how our lifestyle should be as believers if we want to see the unlocking of the glory of Yahovah. And it's so important. Um, it says uh, in Malachi chapter 310, the second part, it says, uh, uh, I will open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you blessings until it overflows. There is a promise and a blessing if we are giving unto Yehovah. So anyway, on the, this week's Crossing or this month's Crossing Point magazine, uh, we just go through some good points. We encourage you to read through the book of uh, Malachi. We've got it all written out for you as well, so you can just read through it. And we just want you to meditate on these things. And you know, we don't make apology apologies for talking about giving because it's not about. 
anything other than understanding how do we walk in the fullness of what the Father has for us. And if we are hoarders, not just with our money, but if we are hoarders with our time, if we're hoarders with our possessions, you know, what if the Father requires you to sell a field? What if he requires you to sell a house or a car or, you know, all these different types of things? We've got to be open because in the Messianic writings, in our faith in Yeshua, in these New Testament days, how are we meant to live? We have died to self. It's no longer I that live. It's Messiah that lives in me. And we're called to live by faith. And, you know, I never forget uh, when I was uh, a missionary, Haley and I, when we got married, we were missionaries full time. We lived by faith. We didn't have jobs. We worked full time in preaching the gospel, evangelism uh, in Spain and uh, across Europe and just ministered the gospel of the kingdom. We saw signs and wonders and miracles and supernatural provision on an ongoing basis. And here we are today, 30 years later, and we still live by faith. We still are committed to preaching the gospel and doing what the Father has called us to do. But when we moved back to the UK a number of years ago, the Father said, I'm calling you back to business. And I was like, get behind me, Satan. How dare you sound like the Holy Spirit? But then I started to understand the importance of what the Father was saying. He wanted me to be a marketplace minister. He wanted me to bring Yeshua into the marketplace. And then as I started to move in the business realm, we saw and still see signs and wonders and miracles and transformation in those realms. And it really is amazing to see what the Father is doing. But the question is, what do we do with the resources? My promise to the Father was anything I'm making business... I'm going to present it as an offering before you and I will still live by faith even with my companies and uh, the things I do in the marketplace. We still live by faith and we have seen the glory of Yahovah manifest as we faithfully give and look for ways to sow to make a difference in the kingdom. So when you come to that place where it's all coming down upon you and you think, how do I get through this moment? How do I survive <laughs> this when you know, you're know you out of your realm? And that's what living in the kingdom is all about. You're out of your realm. You know, you can fake being a Christian. You know, you can just get through life. But when you start moving in a kingdom dynamic, when you're moving in the dimensions of the kingdom, you're moving in the supernatural. You're moving into the spiritual realm. You can't fake that realm. It's it's uh, It's got to be real if it's going to survive or you're going to crash and burn. So when we face difficult times or challenges, because we know that we are sores, because we know that we are hilarious givers and we do what we can to make a difference for the kingdom, we know that the Father has our back in all things. So during this uh, monthly newsletter, we hit on a lot of uh, scriptural points and a lot of it is just showing the, the the key scriptures and the art of giving for you to study through and identify what is the Father saying to you and it's not just about money you know sometimes people don't have money but you can you can tithe and give of your time we can look at how we are investing into the community how are we being a blessing how are we bringing the kingdom to this generation so i want to encourage you to take uh, some time to uh, study the uh, the newsletter from this month and we've got some testimonies and also an article from hannah in there as well 
so enjoy that I appreciate uh, Esther for all her hard work it's 3.15 in the morning she's with us on this call uh, she's worked hard at just collating everything together in the area of giving and we definitely appreciate her all of us do and what she does uh, to support um, you know the administration the backbone of the things that we do here in the ministry thank you so much I appreciate you hallelujah okay so knowing Elohim and his holy purpose I want to read him 1 Peter chapter chapter 5 before we go to 1st Timothy and what what does it say when it talks about uh, being submissive understanding the order of how we walk together as people in leadership and uh, how are we serving how are we ministering uh, as the body of Messiah it's not about hierarchies you know uh, in chapter 5 it talks about uh, slaves and masters and you know basically what we're looking at here is you know we have got to know how to submit to one another how to be a blessing to one another but it says here Elohim opposes the proud this is in verse 5 but gives grace to the humble and you know the call is this humble yourself therefore under Elohim's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time and this is so important you know we you know th- there's there's a price to pay you lose your life you will gain your life you gain your life you will lose your life this is the scriptural model why because we've got to get ourselves out of the way how do we get delivered from self so we can truly flow in the kingdom my my god he wants you to know that he will care for your every need he will take you through so when it says this verse humble yourself therefore under elohim's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time it says this in seven cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you why would he say that because listen when you submit to the ways of yahovah we serve a god that says my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are my ways your ways declares the sovereign lord so you might get to that place where anxiety starts to land you've got to cast that down and say no i'm casting that on him i know he cares for me i'm going to be self-controlled and alert i'm not going to succumb to the devil's schemes and what's the devil's schemes he wants that form of godliness instead of the reality of what true godliness is all about. And we've got to resist the enemy. We've got to come against him. Why? Because he wants to devour you. He wants to break you down. And what we've got to do is get to that place where we are uh, uh, submitting our control to Yehovah, but we are standing upon the word of Yehovah. And that's the blessing about being a disciple Uh, of the Holy Spirit, that we are training people to know how to hear the voice of the Spirit so that people are responding and acting because of the leading and the guidance of the spirits, not because man are trying to manipulate, control, and direct what people do and how they should do things. No, we should be those that understand the scriptures, that we test the scriptures, we stand upon the scriptures, and we see the victory that the ha- that the Father has for him, uh, has for us. So we stand upon the promises of Yahovah, and it doesn't matter what type of sufferings that we. Uh, uh, go through you know we recognize that Elohim uh, he is a God of grace that he has called us to his eternal glory in Messiah and we may suffer a little while 
but he himself will restore us. So you might suffer as you, you know, it's a little bit like detoxing, you know, uh, when we go through that detox process. Those first few days, or even a fast, you go on that fast, those first few days, man, your flesh is going crazy. And then once you start to get into it, you're a few days in, you've got control over the cravings of the flesh, and all of a sudden you're starting to experience uh, the the goodness of a detox or the goodness of a fast where you're hearing from heaven and you're receiving from Yahovah from a spiritual perspective. And the Father wants us to be detoxed from the world. He wants us to get these things out of us so that we can truly be in the place that he has called us to be. Just as I, I'm saying that, I'm just reminded of the words of Yeshua in a, a great chapter, John chapter 17, uh, how Yeshua is interceding. He's standing in the gap for us. And I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but I want to read from verse 11. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by the name you gave me. Hallelujah. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that the scripture would be fulfilled. Verse 13. I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I'm still in the world so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. And that's what we want to get to, that place where we experience the fullness of joy. James chapter 1. Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds. Why? It's it's a joy to know that you are going to go to a place of spiritual maturity. You're not going to lack anything. If you lack uh, wisdom or you don't know how to handle a situation, it's a free gift from Elohim. You don't have to spend 20000 or $100,000 on an education trying to gain wisdom. You just ask Yahovah and he gives generously to all without finding fault. Verse 14, I have given them your word and the world has hated them. For they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. So we have come out of a system into a new system. And never forget that. Never try and ground your your faith in Messiah into the world system. Don't box in who you are and who you are called to be because we want to see signs and wonders and miracles. We want to see the supernatural in operation so we don't want to be boxed in. And when you start doing things in accordance with the Spirit, the world will hate you. They're like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you just conform and do things the way we do things? No, we tap in to the power source. We tap in and receive from Yahovah. He is the one that promises. He is the one that says, If Elohim be for us, who can be against us? Who can separate us from his love? Verse 15 of John 17, if you're just tuning in, it says, My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. So here's that evil one we just talked about before. This evil one, is always going to try and find ways to come against you. 
you know, so that, you know, you can have a form of godliness. But the father said, no, I want you to know Elohim. I want you to know his purposes that we can flow and function in accordance with his will. We don't want to have a form of godliness, but we want to know who he is and walk in his ways. Hallelujah. They are not of the world. Verse 16 even as I am not of it. And I love this verse. Sanctify them by the truth of your word, because your word is truth. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. And this, hear the word of Yahovah. The reason why we sanctify ourselves, so that in our lifestyle, in our walk, the others can also be sanctified. They go, hey, I want what you've got. I want this. I want the life of the Spirit. I want to walk in the truth of the word of Yahovah. So what's the purpose of this uh, sanctifying, this being Set apart to Elohim. That's what it's talking about. Set apart. Hear the word of Yahovah. Every single one of us. I don't care who you are. I don't care how long you've been in the faith. You are called to be set apart for the purposes of Yahovah. So if you're just learning about him and just looking at how you apply the, light, the, the, the word of God to your own life, you've missed it. We are called to... Uh, come before the Father and say, here I am, send me, use me. And, and what do we see in this? As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. You are what? A sent one. So if you're not acting like a sent one, if you're not going Go into the world and preach the gospel. If you're not bringing the life of Yehovah as you go, what are we doing? We're not doing the will and purpose of Yehovah. And I'm not saying that everyone's called to be an evangelist. I'm not saying give up your job and um, live by faith and go preach the gospel on the streets. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that you are set apart unto Yehovah and we need to discover who he has called us to be so that we can walk in the fullness of his promises. <coughs> his, his promises are true. And, you know, I, I just want you to get hold of that as we go to First Timothy chapter uh, 6. And, you know, I'm going to read from verse 3. It says, If anyone teaches false doctrines and does not agree to the sound instructions of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah and to godly teaching, he is conceited and understands nothing. Look, if we're not walking with the basic principles concerning the reason for our call, you are called to take the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. All of the other stuff has to surround itself with that purpose. And, you know, this is not just a talk of an evangelist. This is a talk of what Yeshua expects us all to be. And everything that we do... Are we bringing the gospel of the kingdom to this generation? Because if we haven't got sound instruction, if we haven't got our doctrine clearly understood in these things, you know, what do people want today? You know, you can tune into so many channels and you can find um, 
you know, uh, theology and, uh, and learning platforms that are going uh, so deep into, you know, reaching the tingling ear, the things that people want to hear. And, oh, wow, wow, the wow factor of all these different things. But I want to tell you, we've got to get to that place where we are so focused. Do you see the brokenhearted? Do you see the needs that need to be met in our generation? Are we being trained and equipped for the purposes of Yahovah to make a difference in this generation? I hope we are. Uh, so basically, if, if they're conceited and, and they understand nothing, he has a, an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words. And this is a lot what happens in the Midrash in Judaism. It's all about arguing the whole focus of the Midrash is to argue back and forward. There's no absolute truth. So it's one rabbi bouncing off another rabbi, or, or people just bouncing off each other and trying to establish their own truth in their own eyes. And, you know, that is not what we're called to do. We're called to stand upon the truth of the Scripture and understand it and walk in His ways. Hallelujah. Because when we are uh, quarreling about words and the breakdowns of words, what results? Uh, it re results in envy, strife, malicious talk, evil um, suspicions, and constant friction between men of corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth. So we want to experience the fullness of truth. We want to know what that truth is. And they also think that, that godliness is a means to financial gain. It's not about financial gain. It's about how do we walk in the purposes of Yehovah. So verse 6, But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of the world. So when we understand where we've come from, you know, Father, thank you for the air that you have given me to breathe. Thank you for what you are doing in my life. Thank you for every blessing that you have given me. And even if we don't have a, a lot, what we do have, we, we have the ability to speak. We have the ability to pray. We have the ability to read the scriptures and minister to the brokenhearted. It's not always about finances and not always about money hallelujah verse 8 but if we have food and clothes uh, we will be content with that people who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction for the love of money is a root of all kind of evil some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. You know, because they think that they have to be the source. What did we read at the beginning in First Peter? God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. It's not about you trying to do it to prove to God how awesome you are. And I'll never forget my early 20s. Uh, I had about three national companies and uh, 50 full-time administrative staff and uh, back in those days you know I thought that I was making money to fund the kingdom and then one day the father said to me you know what Kenny it's not your money I want it's you so even though my heart was right at the beginning but all of a sudden because of the growth because of the blessings and all the things that were happening I lost touch 
with with the reason I lost touch with what was going on. I, I, I was so excited about releasing people from debt, employing people, giving people opportunities and, and looking for ways to give. And, you know, I felt like it was me. It was funding the kingdom. And I started to realize, wait a second, this is God's kingdom. It's not about what we do. You know, it's not our money he wants. It's us. And that was a life-changing moment for me, about 23 years old, 24. And it literally transformed my world. And, you know, I started to realize that it doesn't matter how successful or what the Father gives me in the marketplace. I've got to be in that place where my connection with the Father is more important than anything else in my life. And if that means I've got to be up at very early in the morning to lay that foundation of prayer before the day opens up, um, that's what it's got to take. And every moment I get the chance to be in the presence of Yahovah, that's where I want to be found. All right. So the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. So just, you know, I just encourage you, ask yourself, you know, what's going on in your life concerning money? Are you in the place of anxiety and fear, wondering if Yahovah can take care of you and bring you forward? He can give you that job. He can give you the resources. He can give you what you need to be blessed, to be a blessing. Hallelujah. But you, man of Elohim, flee from all this and pursue what? Here's the key. Righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. And, you know, we talked about the battle the other day. You know, uh, are you uh, prepared to fight uh, in spiritual warfare? Are we going to take a stand to make a difference. And every time we talk about the fruits of the Spirit and the importance of how we stand uh, as, as godly people, you will always see resist the devil. You will always see fight. <laughs> stand strong. When you've done all to stand, stand strong then. Why is this language always around the, the importance of what it truly means to grow in the Spirit because it's going to be a battle for you to break through. But when you break through and start to experience and live within the supernatural, you'll never be the same. And I know that uh, you know many of you are shouting amen there because you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what it's like to be in the Spirit. And listen, don't enter into the things of the Spirit and then just come back to earth. How do we stay in that place? How do we get in that realm where we are constantly in the presence of Yehovah? You know, I've had such a joyous day. It's been an amazing day. I've loved this day. You know, it's not been a big spiritual battle. You know, maybe tomorrow we've got more things coming. I don't know. But today it's felt so light, such a lifting in the spirit. And I know it's the result of the prayer of the saints. I know that as we are standing on the promises of Yahovah, he is opening those doors. He is opening the windows of heaven. We're seeing the blessing because we know we're right standing in the presence of Yahovah. So I encourage you, fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of it. Faith, you know, what's your hope? And, you know, do you believe that you will receive what you ask for in prayer? Do you believe that your prayers are powerful? Do you believe that your prayers will bring change? I do. I believe that when we pray in his name, 
as we read in John chapter 17, the importance of his name, that we have his name. So we don't do things in our own strength, in our own way. We do it in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. We come against the assignments of the enemy. We fight the good fight of faith. We take hold of the eternal life to which we are called when we made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Hallelujah. In the sight of Elohim who gives life to everything and of Messiah Yeshua who, while testifying before Pontius Pilate, made the good confession. I charge you to keep this command without spot or blame until the appearing of the Lord Yeshua the Messiah, which Elohim will bring about in his own time. You don't need to worry about it. Elohim will bless, um, uh, uh, Elohim the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, hallelujah, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see. To him be honor and mighty <laughs> and might forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in Elohim, who richly provides us with everything, for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. This, uh, In this way, they will lay up treasures for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age, so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Hallelujah. So we don't want this false life. You don't want to have everything just because you know, you just want everything to feel good within this realm. But what are we doing? We're fighting the good fight of faith. We are pressing forward to bring the kingdom of Yehovah. We have a purpose and we have a destiny. And the Father wants you to, to know him and his holy purposes. And I want to charge you with this note uh, notice here t- today. I want to charge you to pursue what are the purposes of Elohim for my life. Now that's not a question, uh, or, or I, I can't answer this question for you, but I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, you know, what are, um, you know, the, the purposes that you have for my life so that I can know how to pursue the way forward for bringing the kingdom of Yehovah. For my God makes a way where there seems to be no way. I don't want to live my life being bound and being controlled by this world system. I don't want to be tied down. So if the father says, get up and go, how can you get up and go if you're if you're tied down for the next 25 years or you're so in debt that you can't move? No, we need to be free to be able to function in the spirit of Yehovah. So I encourage you, ask the father, what are his purposes for your life? What does he need of you? Do you know the God that opens up his purposes for you. So don't tell Yehovah what your purposes are for him. <laughs> We've got to come to that place and say, Father, what are your purposes for me? How can I walk in your ways? I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the message tonight, and I encourage you to share it. If you've got a testimony you want to share, you can email me, Kenny at 
bulldozerfaith.com. If you are being blessed and encouraged with the ministry, you want to support and pour into the storehouse of what we do here to make a difference in the land of Israel and in the nations, you can give at bulldozerfaith.com and you'll see the tab to give. We appreciate everyone that stands with us and thank you to everyone who does support the work of the ministry. We have seen growth every single year. We see growth and blessing and testimonies of what the Father is doing in so many people's lives. And, you know, we look at the mission before us and it's like, man, you know, Father, you've got to increase us. You've got to bring in the blessing even for the move that we've got coming up. Pray for us. I'm so excited. I've no idea where we're going to be uh, establishing the studios. I don't know, you know, what the facility is going to look like. We haven't found the facility yet. You know, we've got 60 days or less than 60 days, but the Father knows he's going to make a way. (laughs) And, you know, you'll see the testimony. Let's see what the Father is going to do. Okay, thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.